Does that mean you like nature like me? I love nature. It's one of my favorite things to just sit and um, inhale in the nature all around me. I like to inhale things. Yeah. Well, I don't see you out there walking children in nature. But you've seen me inhale some nature. (laughs) I have. That's because they don't want us around the kids, Fawn. Yeah. (laughs) We can't do that anymore. Anymore. (laughs) I'm kidding. Hello, everyone, (laughs) and welcome to another episode of Flapping and Fawning. To make cereal, all you need is cereal and milk. Flapjack. Hello, dear. It's Fawn. Sam the Star, what's your favorite color? I love that reference. (laughs) Thank you. Oh, Buddy the Elf. Yes. I see. Flap is over here looking like I have three heads when I said (laughs) that. She didn't even catch the reference. I had never seen Elf until very recently. Stop And I've only seen it like partly through like only once or twice. (gasps) Yeah. I know. My sister and I I answered the phone to each other that way. Really? I love that. I would answer it like DW on Hey Arthur. You know, she would answer the phone and say, yeah, what do you want? (laughs) I love that. And and that was my favorite thing. I like to do a little what's the sitch. I feel like this says a lot about each of our brands. Yeah, I'm very Kim Possible, but I would never wear cargo pants. <laughs> Ever. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, well, today we're talking about drag branding. Yes. Not to be confused with cattle branding. No. no not Similar to be but different. With cattle branding. Oh, yeah. Boo. <laughs> Um, so why don't we start by just saying like what what makes a when you think of a drag brand like what are some of the things that stick out to you from that I've always been a huge fan of Walmart I like what they do Um, I like Amazon we don't support Target anymore no we don't get it together girl get it together no I'm just kidding I think I really like all brands of drag especially if you have a strong good one like no matter what it is if you commit to the bit I love. I think that is so important. Yeah. Like to me, what makes a brand is if you make a strong choice and stick to it. Like, I I feel like a lot of times people get concerned and I think it's a drag race thing. It's like, Oh, I don't want to get put in a box, but if being put in a box is job security, right? You know, like I know that sometimes true. I mean, there's not a lot of comedy gigs in town, but if there is one, I'm booked. You know what I mean? If if they're looking for drag people and I appreciate that. Do you think that's because your humor or your looks? A little bit of both. I'm kidding. I think it's <laughs> I'm a comedy queen too. It's actually the smell. <laughs> it's like a 4D experience every time I'm on stage. Ooh. Fawn, what makes a brand to you? Um, I like the aesthetic and something that you can like put your finger on and be like, oh, this and you could see something out in the wild that reminds you of a drag artist. You know mm. that's successful branding. Out in the wild, so like trees deer (laughs) ducks straddling ducks yeah yeah that is nature (laughs) yeah i love that how would each of y'all and me describe our brands save money live better sam star save money live better (laughs) no i'm just kidding it's the walmart thing (laughs) that's what they say i thought it was like Thank you the for smiley face. At Walmart. Yeah, I don't think they yeah. do the like Cash is um, rollback <laughs> man anymore. It's save money, oh. live better, people. Come on now. I'm sorry. I do don't you know. remember the rollback man? 
No. No. The rollback prices from Walmart? You're showing your age. Wow. Back rolls. <laughs> Back rolls. <laughs> um, I would say my brand, I like to say she is the honky tonk badonkadonk, the country cutie with the rock and roll booty. She, are those like your intro, like your taglines, like when you're introduced? Yeah, and Ooh. the supermodel of the South. I've heard that one a lot. Yeah, I'm kind of like, well, the other ones are just like self-proclaimed. <laughs> okay. Because she's very delusional. Um, and I like to say I'm like a little bit Jessica Simpson, a little bit Marilyn Monroe, with a little pinch of Dog the Bounty Hunter. Mm. Mm. It's because the shoulders. The, I see the dog, the bounty hunter. Thank you. Yeah. Same for you. <laughs> Fawn, what about you? How I'm do you describe s- your brand? Um, I mean, like my tagline, I've got two that get used interchangeably. The Mustache Maven and Woodland. Is it, is it the Woodland song? Goddess? I think it's Goddess. I've heard, mm. See, I've always wanted to say that, but I know that you are that you use they, them yeah. exclusively. So I don't want to say like Goddess, cause I, but I guess I should say God X. I mean... Probably God X. That's what the Woodland God X. The Karis's house is, and mm. I'm her sibling. She's the only person that I let use like any kind of feminine thing for me and drag. She calls me sister, and that's the only person that's allowed to. Okay. Um, okay. Period. But very <laughs> non-binary. I'm thinking back to the conversation we just had. Like, oh shit! Oh shit! Oh we'll shit! just bleep it. It's right. fine. Um, very non-binary, androgynous, still with like a touch of glam. Yes. Often a little bit of a punk edge. I, I love so. plaid. I love plaid. And edging. Yeah. Um, for flap, I would say it, I want it to be, I want there to be whimsy with pretty much anything that I do. I never do something just to do it. It's like a, a concept every single time. Like, did even, you say whimsy or wimpy? A little bit both. Uh, <gasps> Diary of a wimpy. <laughs> Diarrhea. Uh, that's not always incorrect. Um, but no, for me, my taglines. Sorry, I don't know why I'm confessing so much on the pod today. Uh, but my taglines are usually it's like my resume. So it's like Campbell to Kiki or Mix Central Alabama Pride. But the one before all of that was you can top her with butter because she spreads. It's Flapjack. Oh, I like that. I, I know. I always want to say that one, but I can never remember it know, correctly well thing. enough. People people have a hard time remembering it. And I, they always say, you can top her. It's Flapjack. <laughs> <laughs> they try to There's a lot of things you could do with that. Like, you know, you can flip her, you can eat her, you can yeah. whipped cream her. You, people usually say she is the largest stack of pancakes. And I'm like, is this a fat joke or a tall joke? I don't like that one. That seems shady. <laughs> I always say you're, um, it's, she's your favorite breakfast meal. Yeah. Yeah. Let's replace largest with like best. Exactly. I feel like that's better. See, and I, I also like to say you can't have a brunch without flapjack. But true. But I just can. get chicken tenders. Oh, you're one of those? And mimosas. Is that like your go to? F- Are you one of those people who like only <laughs> yes, eat chicken tenders? Yeah, I eat like a 12 year old. Oh my God. It's good for my metabolism though, because my body knows exactly what she's got to deal with. <laughs> yeah, there's no she's surprises. She's like, oh, yeah, this is familiar. <laughs> Don't have to worry about bottoming then. Like you know you yeah, know how your body's gonna handle exactly. it. Exactly. But I did have coffee today, so babe, it's not gonna happen. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so um with branding, I feel like it's it's hard to narrow it down, right? Like, because you, you when you're first starting, especially, like you kind of want to do everything. Like, you have a lot of inspiration. I still do want to do everything. Same, you and I think it's important that you should. Oh yeah, don't get me wrong. And I think the main thing when it comes to a brand, like I feel like you shouldn't get too specific because then you're always going to feel like you're breaking out of your quote unquote brand. Mm. I think it's just more so like on the broad sense, like what are you going to bring? Are you bringing like high glam rhinestones pageantry drag? 
Are you bringing alternative, grunge, punk, I don't care, drag? Are you bringing comedy? Are you bringing conceptual? Are you bringing artistic? Like, those are the things I think you need to, like, stay in. It's but an then, essence. Yeah, inside of that, you can take it wherever you want. Like, I think whenever I do a more punk look, like I was talking about earlier, I still love that, but I also know I have to make sure it's going to be rhinestones or mirrored or glittered or have some sort of glam aspect or people are going to be like, girl, mm-hmm. what are you doing? And that's just because that is what my brand is, is over the top, sparkles. I mean, you are Miss Glamorous Newcomer. Yeah, so. and it's like, I always want to look super expensive, even though I regret making that choice early on for my <laughs> quote-unquote brand. Because now I feel like I can't really just go to the store and wear something like I used to. That's fair. But I think in a way, it's kind of a blessing because I'm forced to put the work in. Because it's not like I have crazy money, I just have crazy passion and effort to make things happen. Ooh, that's felt. Yeah. That's felt. Like, I don't spend a lot of money on my drag, but I spend a lot of time and effort, and I think that shows in the long run. And people want to make excuses for things all the time, and I'm like, girl, half my costumes have rhinestones that are like anything but rhinestones. But it's like... The little mm. gems that you can put on like the bottom of a fish tank, the little chain that you can cut up and make rhinestones out of it, all of that. Come on, girl. Give yeah, us something. it's all there. And it's just like... Our drag is probably expensive to people that don't know how much drag costs. Yeah. But to like other drag artists right. that get everything commissioned, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, no, we're saving a lot of money. Yeah, 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 yeah. What do y'all feel like are challenges to a drag brand? Like, if like all of it, <laughs> you know, you know how like in Pokemon types, like a fire type has like a water weakness. Like, what's the weakness to each brand? Um, Fawn, you go first. I think. One of the weaknesses for like more of the punk grunge side of things, the alternative side of drag, is you s- lose a little bit of accessibility. Mm. Not everybody is going to immediately want to book you, no matter how glamorous or high whore drag, even if it's that alternative. Right. They're still going to be hesitant to book you. Yeah. Because, I mean, there's Dragula girlies that none of the Dragula girlies really get booked the same way Rue girls do. Right no matter how high concept, high fashion, because like you've got Sigourney and Jade, which Jade was a rude girl, but like Sigourney and Jade, even Coco to an extent and Saint do not get booked to the same extent. And those are people that placed really high. Right. But because they have that a little bit of edge, they don't always get the same opportunities. Mm, Yeah, for sure. I feel like for, campy and comedy drag people often think it's like the a, a lazy version of drag no that's and facial hair drag no that too <laughs> <laughs> but and i feel like that's that's something that i'm kind of always trying to break the mold on but and when i was first starting my body was just in a place where i could do more sort of stunts and things like i have the capacity to do like a split or whatever that people like really like to see that are crowd pleasers but now i feel like my attention goes a lot more to what are the my levels like of the story that i'm telling when i do a number instead um and so but i feel like it's what makes it difficult is i can't just I, i i feel like i'm doing myself a disservice if i just pick a song and go perform it when really i should be able to do that too if i want you know yeah um so yeah, I would say that's probably the big weakness to campy comedy. Because you also don't have to have a concept in order to deliver a campy performance. True. Right. Or a campy look. Right. I, I would say for my sort of like 
pageantry, old school, glamorous, aesthetic, the main holdback would literally be finances. Like I was talking mm. about earlier of just, and maybe even less finances, more so just effort because it takes a lot of time and effort and also money, I guess, if you think about it, when you're starting to use like nicer rhinestones and feathers, yeah. ostrich feathers. So all the wigs. Yeah. And it's sort of like you kind of put yourself in the standard that when you don't like I even I even notice it too. Like if I try to sneak like a little shake and go wig and a little <laughs> scoochy dress, the girls are like not tipping like they should be. Right. Because they're like, Oh, well, where's where is it? So I think we all have our own battles to fight. And I'm also like I would love to come out and do like a crazy, funny, campy number, but then part of me is scared. I'm like, are they just gonna look at me like I'm crazy? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Or like, and they will for a while yeah. until they realize that you are also in on the joke. You know, right? It's like I'm, I am the one making the jokes. I am not the joke. Like, yeah, the, have, finding that line is is difficult. For sure. Yeah, no, I fully am the joke. True. Stop it. Well, I <laughs> would say too. Like, I'm also someone that I pride myself on. Yes, I take my drag very seriously in like the aesthetics, but I don't take it that seriously when it comes to like performances and personality and vibe. Like it's really not that deep. Like if you knew where my balls were, you would be laughing too. <laughs> it's it's That's not my favorite kind of drag. Yeah, I mean like take it serious but have fun with yeah, it. Yeah, like mm-hmm. I'm known to do like, you know, the crazy mouth movements and making jokes like people and people hate it too and they'll tell me too afterwards that they hate it, but I love it. <laughs> Let me pitch the joke to y'all. So you know how in <laughs> Hollaback Girl, she goes, uh, that's my shit. That's my shit. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Every time that it happens oh, in a song. I, I've seen you I do go, it. Uh, that's my, ooh, and wipe it off. <laughs> like I shit on myself. And then some, half the girls live and then half the girls hate it. And I'm like, look, I don't take myself that seriously. I've seen you do that. I'm in, I'm in the half that live thank you yeah see no, and i'm fine. like you either get it and you get that it's not that deep or you're like i want to see something very serious and i'm like well you're at the wrong place I darling know. i always appreciate like when when someone honestly it's not even about taking it seriously like when they pay attention to the words and you do things that match the yeah. song like if you like to just do a song and then like walk around that bugs the shit so i'm doing let me drown at um diy tomorrow so should i literally drown I didn't say that, but we could waterboard you. We could be down. I have a pool that's available. (laughs) Let's take a break. And we are back talking about branding. And while we're on the topic, do y'all have anything that's like a symbol for your brand that like is like a logo immediately recognizable, like a logo or anything? Easy. Yes, I do. First of all, any stars, and when stars. I go when mm. I go through like any store and I see a notebook with like stars on it, I'm like, oh, it's my merch. <laughs> Y'all make sure you pick up my merch. But no, actually, I'm wearing my shirt right now. I actually, oh cute, yeah. I have a beautiful relationship with Capri Dupree, who is a drag queen here I in love town. Capri, we yes. just had her yeah. at Family Friendly. Oh, work, yeah. Also known as Tony Hot Sinclair, who does a lot of photography and video production for a lot of us in the community. And we were filming a video together, and he was like, "Oh, I want to see your signature." 
So this all happened by accident, by the way. So I was like, okay, yeah, I'll show you my signature. So I did it. You can actually find the footage on YouTube. Check it out. Any whoosies. <laughs> um, so I did the thing. I didn't think anything of it. And then later I was like, you know what? I should get that file yeah. and use it for merch or like even anything like headshots. I'll get printed out. Mm-hmm. I can just stick that on the bottom and it's like signed. Yeah. Gag. Um, so that, that's like your standard like Disney kind of signature. Yes. This like, is like how I write it. And I actually wrote it like on the iPad myself. So I think it's very special and yeah, yours I looks love it. so good. It also Thank very you. much matches your brand. Like I have mine and it's like a like an F and a J that I sign in a funky looking way, but it does not look that good. It's that's very true. like I don't you know how to hold it. You should literally just br- draw a pancake with like <laughs> syrup on it. Um that's what Apple Brown Betty did when she voted for me to stay on Camp Wanakiki. So I don't oh, know. It kind of has a, a dark oh, so moment. You're triggered. For me. you're triggered. Okay. I do, but Never I do mind. feel like people always go to like the pancakes or like a flapjack. So I, I'm good with that. Um I also think that like the TV head for a while was uh, a, yeah. a branding thing of me. Yeah, but then again, Camp Wanakiki happened and I, I, people don't really reference it as much. Now I feel like I almost always see that picture of me with the like in the gown with the pancakes. So yeah. it, it all comes back to breakfast food at the end. I know for my me. true love. Yeah, I mean it just writes itself. Like it really you, you're does. never going to be able to escape that. Exactly. Ever. And I don't know that I want to escape it, you know? It. I just need to lean in. Yeah. I know for me like Obviously, the mustache is a big one, and deer both yeah. are big symbols that I've, when I've been playing with my signature recently, I've started trying to draw the top of the F with a mustache. Oh, Ooh. cute. Wait, what I, if you did the line with a mustache, like in the middle of the F? Then I have to do it in cursive, and I'm not doing that. <laughs> or have you considered like incorporating antlers in some way? I have thought about a logo, so one of my coworkers made me this logo that was like a mustache with deer antlers above it and the deer antlers kind of look like eyelashes in a way right and they like um laser engraved this like little plaque and i put it on my makeup case i use c6000 to that bitch to my makeup case. i love that idea yeah the only other one that i have was for uh for comedy queen the theme that for presentation this year was super queeros and so i like made like a logo for thunderflap and oh yeah yeah yeah. i think that is fun i love thunderflap it is fun and i think that is what's exciting about drag too is we are our own brand mm-hmm. like we we do what we want we produce what we want make it when we want to like we are nike but for <laughs> us yes you know what i mean your own independent nike yeah and i think that's so exciting and fun like um recently i want to start making business cards oh. not because i think anyone's gonna book me off of them just for the bitchy way to be like here's my card contact me you know, like that is so cute. They should all have a smell, like a signature smell. <gasps> Spray them with my perfume. Yeah, or your or shit. Or put them in my tucking panties. That's mm-hmm. another thing. Smell is a branding thing. Oh, good oh, point. That has a signature smell. Do you all have a signature scent? Yeah, swamp ass. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, well, I Mariah and I have one, and I, I intentionally match what Mariah is wearing. It's this Dolly. That's a choice. It's this Dolly Parton Walgreens <laughs> spray. <laughs> I think. It's Are like, you kidding? I swear to God, I think it's like it's kind of like a, the trashiest spray in the world, but it lasts a really long time. It fits your brand. And it then. smells good. Come on, Walgreens. I know. I like. I like flap to be a little trashy. I live for that. Um, but she used to get this expensive ass Dita Von Teese perfume, and it smelled amazing. But I was uh-huh. like, Mama, I ain't paying eighty dollars for this. Uh, <laughs> so. I am an expensive girly. I yeah. have to say, and I'm not proud of it because it's literally stupid. You spray it in the air and then it's gone forever. But <laughs> I like Miss Dior. 
And shout out to Justice Taylor. She bought my first bottle. And she just bought it to me, brought it to me on a whim, like just as a gift, because she's an angel. And I smelled it and I was like, oh my God, this is the smell of all smells. And ever since I started wearing it, everyone will come up to me, oh my God, you smell so amazing. People notice when you smell good. Yeah. I think you should smell like poppers because it makes me see stars. Stars? Sam stars? Yeah. I mean, that would make sense to me. You know, you, everybody blacks out a little bit when they sniff you. I kind of like that too. Well, okay. Here's the question. Do y'all get, wait, did you answer yours yet? Sorry. I think I just totally cut off. I'm sorry. I did think I did too. (laughs) What's your signature scent? Oh, right now I've been playing around trying to find a new one, but my current one is Ariana Grande Mod Blush. Okay. It's a nice florally raspberry scent. I like her purple one. I forget what it's called. Maybe it's called Focus. Is it God is a woman, maybe? I'm not sure. But all her stuff smells pretty good. Oh, yeah. So what do y'all feel about the girls who wear cologne in drag? Uh, Do you know there's a a reason behind it? And I kind of love it. Well, no, honestly, I'm not sure. No, tell me. So they say the theory is, and Shelby LeBanks from Nashville, shout out. She's the one who like got me. Well, I don't wear cologne. I mean, sometimes I would if I don't have like my perfume with me. Yeah. But she said her theory is to wear cologne because in the club, it's gay men usually primarily. Mm. So that is what's going to smell good to them versus some like fruity flower smell that's actually kind of genius yeah it is smart but i'm like i don't know because i kind of want to smell very like Uh you know i know alaska just released a scent Mm -hmm. that she sold at dragcon and is selling on her patreon that apparently is supposed to be like a gender neutral scent that's good and i like a gender neutral scent you know i don't know that i have ever like I've never, I've noticed when someone has had a really good smell, and honestly, the only person I've ever noticed it from was Karis, and yeah. I was at the brunch, uh, and yeah. literally her hair went, like my nose somehow ended Karis up in her wig, and she twirled in front of me. smells so good. <laughs> yeah. She smelled great. But Angel by Mugler. There was, oh. The star yeah, bottle. Yeah. I love Angel by Mugler. But there was one time, my before I even started drag, where someone gave, like an entertainer gave me their boa while they were performing, and I was, first of all, shocked that they did that, and it smelled so bad like i cannot stand a stinking ass drag queen say their name i i can't yeah i can't why i I will tell you during the break you can bleep okay i can't you can bleep (laughs) i swear to god and it's so bad wait now you have to bleep it (laughs) i know i know she's like a goddess i can't but you know but and then i returned it to her karis yeah her too (laughs) No, uh, Sasha Colby. Um, no, it smelled so bad. And I was like, please, please take it take back. It back. And then she was like, you don't want to keep it? And I said, <gasps> no. <laughs> please just Wait, no, right. she was giving it to you as a gift? Yeah. In the oh. audience. Like, it's like a keepsake, but it just, it really, first of all, horrible. what type of boa was it? Because, baby, ain't nobody taking my boa home as a souvenir. It was not an expensive one. It was, it was like it a It was little, like a chicken feather. It wasn't. It, or a tool. It was, yeah, it was like a tool sort of thing. Okay. So no, nothing too expensive, but still. I've, you could have washed it. I've been around people I could that have, smell like cat piss. Can't do that. All oh, right. I, I feel can't like handle you're that. getting into dangerous territory on the podcast. Because I know exactly names. who you're talking about. Uh, uh, <laughs> Flapjack said she knows the name. We're going to take a break. <laughs> hey. 
Hello, everyone. We are back, and I have a question for the two hostesses with the mostesses. What's up, horsesses? The question is as follows. <laughs> we talked about, you know, positive things when it comes to your brand, but what do you think is something that could hurt your brand? In response to the question, what is something positive? We've talked about something positive for your brand. What is something negative for your brand? Come on, restate. <laughs> I would say something negative for your brand is like your etiquette. Like you're being. I know her. She does drag Yeah, etiquette. Yeah. <laughs> um, I finally emailed my promo to her this week that I've been meaning to for weeks. But oh, work. Um, no, you're like right. Your, though. your yeah. etiquette, both backstage and how you interact with other inner like what though how you interact with other entertainers as well as how you interact with your audience members mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. is definitely like that's one of your number one things because i agree if people if you're rude people remember yeah and they'll hold on to that oh for sure no you're so you're so right i i mean at the when i left camp on a kiki the thing i said was if you're as talented as you think you are you can afford to be nice too and niceness really counts and that Cute. is the truth yes uh, I, I mean i have i cannot tell you how many entertainers i have had the most respect for and then i go into a dressing room and i hear them say something negative about someone who's like starting drag and they're really just trying their best and i'm like come on why have we got to punch down and it makes me lose so much respect for them um and yeah i mean i think it's true niceness counts yeah, I agree with both you guys. I mean, not guys. Guys! Both you. <laughs> Folks, both, people. Both you, yeah, both y'all. <laughs> both of y'all. Um, I would say the same thing of just people, like I was listening to you guys' um, you guys again. Y'all, <laughs> sorry. Um, y'all's podcast with Karis, and she was talking about, you know, how drag is customer service. Ooh, yes. oh, yeah. And I think that that is so true of we're not only representing ourselves, but we're representing our brand anytime you're out somewhere, anytime someone sees you, anytime you interact with anybody. It's not just you on the line. It's all that you've worked for is on the line. Right. Um, so I think a lot of humility goes a long way. I think being funny and joking is one thing, but like Tiffany Starr says, no heavy reading. Let's keep it cute and let's yeah. keep it light because if we can't support each other, how do we expect anyone to take us seriously? Right. Uh, if we're making fun of each other for what we do, how do we expect heteronormative people to get behind us? They're like, well, y'all make fun of each other. Mm-hmm. So, I, and I, don't get me wrong, I don't take myself that seriously. I will read somebody and make jokes and all the things because that's sort of part of our community and that's a lot of our... Uh, defense mechanism is to always be the shadiest and the quickest and the funniest. So don't get me wrong in that aspect. It's just, if you know, it's something like that someone may be really insecure about or something that someone is really struggling with. Like you said, a new queen who's obviously putting themselves out there and is probably second guessing everything they do. Yeah. No reason to punch. There's no, right. Don't make them feel that way because, and obviously that's a lot of the time their insecurity you know, saying, oh, she's kind of actually kind of fierce. Let uh-huh. me make sure she thinks she's shitty. Um, <laughs> yep. Yeah. But, you know, I think we're all, if we all just treat each other with respect, we all would be thriving. Truth. Okay. Now, 
I want to know. We've talked to like this is. We've been very theoretical with this. Yeah. So is we're there very something? Smart. Was she like, on Drag Race? <laughs> yeah. What's what season was she on? Um, sounds more like a Dragula girl. No, I was just about to say that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but what's something like tangible? Is there something that you like would not wear because you think it would hurt your brand? Is there some? Is there some like something yes. you would avoid? Like, yeah. Definitely cargo pants. <laughs> cargo pants impossible. or flats. And I say flats. Actually, I can't say that because I have worn flats before. But <laughs> they would be like underneath the ball gown where no one would know except me that they're there. Also, I'm good with it if it makes your gown touch the floor, you know? Yeah, that's like, what I'm saying. No like, judgment. Yeah, if mm-hmm. you have to, sure, but just don't let me see them. Um, but again, that's just for me personally because I've seen girls wear flats or wear like you know, the big stacked wedges that are flat and they yes. look stunning. Yeah. I just wouldn't do it because it's not my thing, but... Don't wear them on Dragula either. They'll read you down. Oh, literally. true. Yeah, they, they do. Those club kid shoes. Um, For me, I actually have a really hard time moving... Like, I've been really wanting to play with my makeup recently, and I have, like, leaned into that thick liner, and I feel like that is a big part of my brand. Um, But... I have noticed some things that I want to change about it, but I'm like, how much of it can I change without changing like my brand and the thing that I'm recognized for, you Make know, subtle changes over time. But yeah. I want to just like go, but I would say do don't it. even worry about it because at the end of the day, it's going to be you. Yeah. Or you can <sighs> just do it. You're right. People might I had live. a huge makeup journey. Like mm. I used to have a big, crease big paint because i was like oh mama y'all can't take my clown white like yes queen i'm painted but then the more i went along i was like you know what i can just embrace my natural features and be a drag queen and it let it be less about all of that and just more about me as who i am there's a lot of people that used to paint huge i mean i used to paint a yeah. lot bigger than what and I the trend now. now is a lot yeah. more subtle but i used to have those huge eyes and now i'm like but yeah. I like to say, you, like people who don't do these like two inch large liners, you know, like I like to do, like you don't know the feeling of feeling so cunt until you no, do I it. No, I do because I used to do it. And you close your eyes and you're like, where are my eyes? Yeah, I used to do it actually. And I think, well, maybe is it because you can't see anything? That's why you think you look so gorgeous. <gasps> wow. <laughs> I'm kidding. You came on this podcast and attacked me today. <laughs> No, I'm kidding. Um, I think we need to have Sam more often. <laughs> no, literally invite me back. Because like I said, I'm a huge fan, part-time listener. I only listen <laughs> when it's like someone that I know or it's like a topic Ooh. that I think would interest me. Fair. Like, no so shade. So this episode. Oh, I'll definitely be listening. <laughs> um, but I would say for you, don't be scared to like try something new. Because also, it's always going to be you. And secondly, I'm trying to look out for you in the long run of, girl, make that makeup quick. On and off. Fair. You know what I mean? Because yeah, when forever. you have so much big details and stuff, I used to do that too. It was like, it would take me hours because everything, one wrong flick of the wrist and your whole eyebrow done. Mm-hmm. So it, it, it does all fall together in like a very specific mapped out way. Yeah. Like, and I'm very fortunate to have this mole right here because it is the only reason that anything ever stays oh, I love that. But also I would love to one day give flap a Sam star makeover and just have you looking. Oh, we should do it. I would love straight to see out that. the ocean. You oh know what God. I mean? That would be sickening. <laughs> and you still do like your comedy number, of course. That would be everything. I would love Not that. that I don't love your makeup. Hmm. Don't get me wrong. Maybe we should try. Yeah, I mean, I'd be I'd be down. I'm I'm willing and to then explore. You can I do just mine. get nervous. It's like I don't know. I feel 
I feel ugly like without it. You know? Does that is that crazy? <gasps> don't feel you know that I mean? way. I don't know. I understand you because I used to. I used to feel like I was putting like a mask on to hide me. Oh, I mean, same. I've literally today saw a f- flashback to like 2019, and I was just like, okay, that looked like a generic drag queen. Yeah, I was the same way. And now I see my face, mm. and I'm like, okay, I don't really see anybody doing this. Yeah, and that's face. what's so beautiful about it too. I'm like, I literally just now rely on the gene pool of like that's what I look like, and it's just more of a feminized version of me. And I think that also helps too with my expression of, you know, the gender spectrum. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. oh, I can see myself as the girliana. <laughs> <laughs> but you know but no I love and I respect and I think I hats off to you because I really respect what you do because oh, I'm you. a huge fan of old school drag and like mine obviously is more geared towards like pageantry but I also love like the old school comedy queens that you're here for a drag show waka waka like it's funny yeah. like, have a good time and I love that you're not 87 years old trying to do it you're like young and this will go on for a long time i just really love 87 year old comedy queens right and then i love that you too are someone that does have an alternative style but you always put effort into making it polished and together but it comes from like the pageantry roots right exactly yeah well fawn did you say the thing that you would like never wear because oh, you yeah. think it would Girl, hurt your brand. We are just rambling. Once no, I upon a time I would have said a pussycat wig, but oh, I, now that's now your, that my that's your brand. <laughs> like now I wear a pussycat wig all the time. I love a pussycat wig. The magic like, school bus. My hair has grown out and my wigs have gotten shorter. <laughs> oh yeah, they have, haven't they? Yeah. You're like Thorgy Thor. And let me tell y'all this, all y'all little drag queens out there or even drag supporters in quotation marks. They want to <laughs> read the girls when they wear a little short wig. Don't try it. Yeah, go to hell. Because you don't know the joy and the bliss of being able to throw a wig into a suitcase, leaving it there for eight months, and then you pull it back out and she's exactly ready to go. The same. Also, there's some, they don't know that. Like, they don't. That is so worth it, even there, if you look like a man. There's something specific <laughs> about a pussycat wig because not every pussycat wig works, and not every pussycat work wig works for everybody true so finding one that works is kind of like finding gold yes and not everyone can wear them but i feel like you should because why not exactly we're all in this together we are all in this together we're fighting the stigma and to close out the episode i want to know if you could go back in time and give your younger drag self one piece of advice about drag branding what would it be Mm. Stop fucking caring about what's popular. Mm. Like, don't try to be a Taylor Swift impersonator. Don't, like, try to do what you think you should be doing. Do what you want to do. Grow the mustache out. I should have started that earlier. Yeah, I think that's it. I would say, yeah, I would, like, piggyback off that and say just trust yourself more. You would Mm. also say to grow the mustache out? Not for me. (laughs) But... I live for you. (laughs) Um, I would say just trust myself more because I would find a lot of times that I would have a great idea but never do it or Mm. do the concept because I didn't trust that it was good enough. But when I finally started being like, you know what, this is what I want to do and this is what I'm going to do, it's been totally, it's opened up a whole nother world for me because I'm like, I don't, Oh, I need to take my prep. Sorry, my bad. My grinder went off. I would just say trust your gut and, you know, be yourself. 
I honestly, I vibe with that so much because when I first started, I was trying to do this whole alternative thing and it just wasn't me. It was totally someone else. But But you're the weird girl. Well, when I figured out that like comedy was something that I really could do and the first time I made people really laugh on stage, I was like, oh, I should lean into this more. So I wish that I had just really leaned into that from the get go Mm -hmm. and been okay with merging my concepts and my comedy because um. I, I, it's what makes me happy now. Right. And one more thing. While we're saying all this and preaching to the choir, I would say the thing to also remember is don't be afraid to try new things and, you know, come out of your box because that is where you find, you really truly will find your brand. Yeah. I can't come that far. And like you will. I heard differently. <laughs> 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 to piggyback off of that though, like if you try something new, you, you never know. You might try something new on a one night just because of whim, because of a Taylor Swift song. And then that might become your brand. Exactly. Speaking of brands, Sam, where can our listeners find you? Hi, everyone. You can find me on all social media platforms except OnlyFans because I haven't gotten there yet. But you've got it just for fans. Yeah. OnlyFans. If if the demand is right, we can make it work. Um, But all my social platforms are at SamStarQueen, just the way you think it would be spelled. And keep up with me. And I hope to see you guys at some of my shows or at some of my screenings of the new documentary coming out, Queens of Birmingham. So check us out. Thank you guys so much for listening. Yeah. Thanks, everyone, for listening to another episode of Flapping and Fawning. Thanks, Sam. Bye. Thanks for listening to Flapping and Fawning. Music by Elliot Nass. Promotional art by Danny Lee. Hosts are Flapjack. Oh, hey, that's me. And I'm Fawn. You can follow me on Instagram at fawn.fawn.fawn. And you can follow me over at Instagram as well. And pretty much any other social media platform at flapjquellen, F-L-A-P-J-A-C-Q-U-E-L-I-N-E. Connect with us on social media on Instagram at Flapping and Fawning Pod and on Twitter at flap and fawn pod oh and make sure you check out the links in our bio to buy some merch you can also connect with us via gmail at flapping and fawning pod at gmail.com see you next time bye Ta-ta.